Welcome, welcome, another Rags the Riches Secret. Today we're going to go over why giving precedes getting. The little secrets that almost nobody understands and blocks them from having the good life. These are some life hacks. Okay, why, why am I bringing this up? Because one of the things I run into, and I run into it all the time, is people want to figure out, hey, how do I get the good life? Hey, how do I, how do I prosper? And I remember one time I was listening to Ty Lopez, and Ty Lopez said that, he said, you know, one of the things I've noticed about people that, that seem to be really successful, he goes, I have house parties. I have people that come over here to my house all the time. They, I take and I provide the fun, the entertainment. I, he goes, and I do this. And he goes, when they leave, they leave my house a mess. I've got all kinds of stuff, you know, cleaning up and things to do. And he goes, he goes, but here's the funny thing. He goes, I can always tell who the really successful people are because they're the ones that take a minute to actually just write me a letter or a thank you letter or something and they send it to me. And he goes, he goes, I can tell who the successful ones are because that's what they do. And so one of the things I wanted to point out is, is success leaves clues. And this is where people get very, very confused in life. And I noticed and I, I've discovered and I've seen myself doing it. Then I've seen myself implementing the secret I'm going to share with you. And I've watched my income shift. And it shifted because I figured this out. And so I'll tell you kind of point number one is like if you want service, like giving precedes getting. Now you might say, Mike, that doesn't make any sense. Well, let me give you an example. Say, could you, could you imagine could you imagine actually bringing in a harvest at the end of a season before you actually planted the crop? Like it doesn't work. That's not how nature works. Like when you want to take into bring in a bountiful harvest, first thing you're going to do is you're going to go out there and you're going to prepare the soil, but you haven't got nothing back. Okay. After you prepare the soil, you're going to start putting seeds down into the soil. You still haven't got anything back. Then you're going to take and take care of it and, t or, and make sure that it is well fed and watered and that the weeds do not come up and choke out your crop, right? You still haven't been paid. And it's only at the end of the season that you actually can take and pull in this particular harvest. And that's what people get confused. They're like, hey, you give me money, you buy my thing, you do this thing for me, and then I'll do that thing for you. And then you gotta pause and say, okay, like that works. Like, but if you ever think about it, like when you go get a job, does, the, does your employer frequently not require that you perform the task before you actually receive the check? That's how it works, right? But we get very confused about this stuff in life thinking that to receive, like there's no, there's no giving before receiving. And what you'll discover is was with the wealthy people that they'll do that. They will start, think about it. They will go out, figure out, create, design a product, bring it to market so that it can be available, so that it could come out and solve somebody's problem. It can come out and help them. They'll spend time marketing it. They'll spend time thinking about it. They'll spend time understanding the problem. So when they bring it to the marketplace, the market, like if they do it right, the market could be interested and want to buy the thing. But they did a lot of giving before they ever actually received the thing. And people get that all the time. And so, like, one of the things that you need to understand is, like, here's, a, here's kind of an analogy. You think about, if you think about, hey, you know, my, the, my primary purpose in life is to go up. All I want is the good life. All I want to do is hit this higher trajectory. But if you think about, like, the way nature works, you, you discover and learn a lot of things in nature, okay? A bird, 
Does a bird immediately jump out of the nest and go straight up? No, the very first thing that the bird does is it falls. That's how eagles learn how to fly. Is mama says, hey, time to time to catch, you know, learn how to fly. So she'll take and she'll put this bird on the back and she'll take the birds out and the she'll take and she'll just kind of turn over and drop the bird. All of a sudden the bird's like, go now, ah! scared, right? But the bird learns how to fly by falling. And therein lies the secret. Like sometimes you're going to go out into the world and you're going to do some stuff and maybe you're not going to feel like you got recognized. Maybe you're not going to feel like you got rewarded. Maybe maybe you're seeing the correlation between your giving and your getting not being the same. I actually ran into this one time. It was it was kind of funny. So I was at this house. Um, I walked up and I started talking to this customer uh, or this prospect about solar. And uh, actually, I just started making friends with them, started talking and stuff. And then they're like, all right, Mike. Um, tell us what, what are you selling? And I said, Oh, I'm the solar guy. I've done most of these houses around here. And they're like, Oh, we're not actually interested in solar at all. I'm like, Oh, that's okay. Um, just out of curiosity, what you heard, you know, and they'd tell me a little bit about it. And then I just started making friends with them. I started carrying on, became friends, started talking. And at the end, they're like, his wife's like, you know what, Mike, we'd actually be interested in looking at your numbers. They, they actually weren't interested in solar until they discovered that I was actually interested in them. And once they discovered I was interested in them, they then became interested in solar. It was strange because you literally had the only way that those guys were going to be interested at all is to receive or have somebody actually interested in them and to know that somebody cared. And then when they discovered that, that's what allowed them to be able to say, okay, hey, I'm willing to look at this. And then they even said, wow, actually, I didn't know that. How about we move forward with this solar project, okay? Um, I'll give you another example that, that's kind of crazy is one, one of the things that we have in our, in our character is like you say, hey, I want the good life. I want to be like such and such, right? But you've got to, what you got to identify or recognize in yourself that there are things inside you that don't belong there. There are things that about you that needs to stop existing. Okay, I just had a just had a, did a podcast today with a with a with a young man by a, a Peter Mayhoff, and he spent he spent twelve years in prison. Okay, life life actually wasn't very easy for him at the age of eighteen for stealing a car. He had some other things that was going on in his life, but at the age of eighteen, when he stole a car, he got a jail sentence. The max was supposed to be four to six years, preferably four. And then the judge came out and gave the judgment, which turned out to be about three times longer than what it was. And the judge's attitude is like, well, you know, by the time somebody hits 30, it should be out kind of burned out of them. And so he spends 12 years in jail, right? And as he takes and he does that, like he became like, I don't know, like he, he they have a word for it inside jail. It's like uh, it's like the the it's like the boss. Like whatever it is, if you're inside that jail, you actually ended up working for him. You'd prepare his food. You'd go get his stuff because he was the he was the kingpin. That's the word I'm thinking of. It's not the right word, but he was the kingpin inside of that jail, right? And when he was in that position, the he came out. And he wanted to figure out how to prosper. And what he actually ended up telling me today on the podcast, he goes, he goes, things about me 
how deceased. Because when I got into the real world, nobody cared that I was the kingpin inside prison. He goes, I had habits that when I would, I would drink, he goes, drinking was a habit I needed to not participate anymore. He said, association with people that would intentionally bring me down. He said, I had to stop being involved in that. He said that he actually, he actually, when he came out, because he hadn't experienced alcohol or anything like that in like long time. He said, so when he came out, he said he was 30 years old. He actually ended up doing some activity, some party. He overdosed and he literally died. He literally died. And then they figured out how to bring him back um, when they, when they got to the hospital, but the guy had actually died. And he said that when, when that happened, a, a thing inside his mind snapped that he was no longer, he's like, I am done with making up excuses. I am done with the not taking ownership of my, uh, of what I'm doing. And he goes, I'm done. I will change. And I will change immediately right here, right now. Basically he got a second chance from God on life because a dead person comes back and gets another chance at it to find his life's purpose. But what he discovered is, is there's things about him, the things that he was doing that made no sense for economic prosperity, right? So then what does he do? So now, right here, right now, the thing that he's doing, and you can see it's making a change right now, is he, he actually figured out how to be very successful post-prison. When he finally hit that tipping point or that changing moment, where he said, enough is enough. I'm not going to make excuses anymore. And when he hit that tipping point, okay, he ended up having to make a decision that enough is enough. And when he made that decision, his entire life changed. And so now he's creating a curriculum and he's creating content to be able to help convicts as they come out of jail. So they don't come out and it's like, oh, I've lost. I don't know what to do because maybe they didn't find the mentor he had. Okay, he found a mentor. He he had a tipping point and he found a mentor. Somebody like I was joking with him today. I was like, it's like your Yoda, right? You found so and so, and that was your Yoda, which helped create the tipping point, the change agent in your life. And uh, when he finally got that, okay, and he finally decided to stop doing things, he's out there now helping people. He hasn't made a dime. He hasn't made a dime in like three, four months. In three and four months, he hasn't made a dime, but he's out there promoting helping, going to jails, being able to contribute content. And what he, what's happening is, this is the thing that I noticed that's happening. He came here to Utah. He came here to do a podcast with one individual, okay? Um, he came to meet out with uh, uh, the Bull Evans. And when he met, came out and met with him, all of a sudden, all of these other influencers in Utah that wanted to be associated with him said, hey, why don't you come and, why don't you come and be on my podcast? Hey, why don't you come and be involved with what I'm doing? Hey, and they reached out to him. I had a friend that reached out to me and said, Mike, call this guy. Ask him to come over and be on your podcast. Go create some good content for him. He's got a really powerful message. You could be able, like, it would be good for you to connect. So he came over. He was in the, the studio today. We spent an hour creating really good content to be able to help people figure out transformations and rags the riches. I will literally show you. He goes through it and he breaks it down. He goes, he goes I actually had less than nothing. Okay, less than nothing. And I became successful. And he went through and he documented and he, he like literally dropped nugget after nugget of how he made this transformation. 
And the, the thing that I wanted to basically share is this right now, he is in the process of giving and giving and giving. But here's what I know. This is what I know about this, this secret in the universe. Because he is giving, people like me said, come, come be on my podcast. I want you involved. When he was here with me, he got another phone call from another influencer. And the guy's like, dude, he goes, I know you got to go to the airport. Come up here and be on my podcast. I want to spend some time with you. I want to create some stuff with you. Another guy's like, hey, come over here and be on mine. I want, you, I want to connect with you. Like he's come to Utah and he's met influencer after influencer after influencer because people want to be associated with people who give, who figure out how to give back and contribute to the world. And so like that was a success story um, that I, I felt like was worthwhile. So let me just recapture this in case I, I told too many stories and I got it lost. Okay. First, like you can't have a harvest until you plant. You've got to render service. You've got to do something that helps somebody, okay? Like, you're, ne you're never going to, like number two, I said, you're never going to learn how to fly until you fall. Like, sometimes falling means you have to be okay, like what Peter's doing right now with your checking account, taking a dive, saying, look, I will go out into the world. I will actually serve initially until I get my message or whatever it is nailed down so that I can get monetized on the back end. But sometimes you're going to discover your checking account will have to fall. It's just the way it is. And then number three, there's things that are happening right here, right now that are a part of you that do not serve you. You, probably, you might have friends that are so negative that that doesn't serve you. Your, your circle of vibration, the people you're connected with might not be as good for you as they should be. You probably ought to level up. Probably ought to level up and maybe stop making excuses, okay? There's things that need to die. But it's, it's okay because the objective is the good life, right? And you can't have the good life if you don't become the person that qualifies or deserves that particular good life. And there's a lot of really good people out there that say, hey, well, you know, so-and-so deserves it, okay? It, it doesn't change the fact that there are steps and processes that have to be played out in order to obtain that, okay? Um, that is another Rags Riches Secrets, and I will talk to you tomorrow.